Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Women Who Innovate on Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to collaborate and co-create? Women Who Innovate is a place where innovators share their stories, their challenges, and successes. If you challenge orthodoxies, are uncomfortable with the status quo, not afraid to fail, this is the show for you. Join the conversation. Dial 914-338-0796 because your ideas have never been more important. And welcome to Women Who Innovate. This is our second to the last show for the season. We are watching 2016 roll in with Barbie Carlton. She is the founder of Innovation Women. And what Bobby does is elevate the voices of women on panels and speakers at conferences. She's also the founder of Innovation Nights, which she started just outside of Boston. So Bobby has been entrenched in innovation in the Northeast and globally for quite some time now. So we're going to actually put Bobby in the innovation hot seat and start uh, finding out where you think um, your innovation journey is going and, and what it looks for 2016. Welcome, Bobby. Oh, thanks for having me. So, Bobby, you're very well known in the Northeast, and you couldn't be more regarded um, by women in innovation because you saw the need for women to have a voice on, on these panels at conferences and to get their voice out there and to help women innovators uh, jumpstart their businesses. But who were your early influencers? Oh, wow. That's such a great question. There's so many women who have uh, helped me out. Uh, when I was starting Mass Innovation Nights, I had most recently been working with a startup, and the CEO was a woman founder. And I think I learned a lot working with her. Uh, she actually has a new company now. Uh, Addie Swartz from Reach Hire was a great example of you know, a woman who just decided to go out and do something. But uh, I think there's so many different people in the marketplace that I look at, and there's a lot of situational um, inspiration that I get, you know, somebody who handles an, an interesting situation in an interesting way and just watching what they do. Well, I think so, too. Um, watching and observing, um, and, and you even see this, well, particularly you see this in fashion in different industry segments, by watching, that's where you see the problems, and that's when you want to fix them if you're an innovator. <laughs> so what, as an observer and as someone who's executed and, and helped many programs, what do you think is the biggest challenges for women today? In 2015, we're rolling into 2016. Where, What obstacles do you think they really need to focus on um, to be taken seriously, to get that funding, and to actually um, to have a business. So we talk about visibility as being one of the biggest issues. Uh, visibility drives opportunity. Every time you're visible, you have an opportunity to tell your story and get in front of the audiences you need, connecting with customers, connecting with potential partners, maybe connecting with potential funders. And I think women really don't 
often understand the value of those visibility opportunities. It's the, you know, I'm going to be heads down, I'm going to be working on my startup or on my company, and, you know, I don't have time for these, you know, going out and speaking or going out and, and telling my story. I'm too busy doing. So, you know, thinking about things with a sense of, you know, what visibility can I also drive from that is, I think, one of our biggest challenges. Well, you know, I think I actually fit into that category. I actually have been cutting down on my speaking to focus on my business. And I think you have to strike that balance um, because yeah. visibility, you've got you've got to have that reputation out there, I believe, before you go out for funding. Um, what do you believe that that's probably something that um, some women are missing the mark on? I think they just, uh, you know, you have limited number of hours in your day and you have to prioritize. So if you're prioritizing running your business, which you absolutely should be, you know, there are other things that fall by the wayside. And, you know, for most women, it's so, you know, I don't need to be self-aggrandizing. I don't need to be promoting myself. So they put those things off. And in reality, it's not promoting yourself. It's promoting your business and connecting with people. So you have to prioritize that just as long as uh, you're going to be in business. And I think as women, that really starts, young when um, we're told not to brag or not to um, to be boastful, then really men are so great about talking about their accomplishments. And I think women learn that skill very late and often through mentoring or someone sponsoring them, you know, as they advance throughout a company. But we don't do that very easily. And this week I was uh, doing a speaking engagement out at University of Michigan and uh, did a workshop uh, ahead of that speaking engagement. And one of the young women there asked me about that very specifically. She said, you know, when I'm in a meeting uh, and I speak up, uh, you know, I have a point of view. Often, you know, the guys in the room are doing the same exact thing, but I'll be told that I'm interrupting or I'll be told that I'm butting in or, you know, I'm looked at, at as being, you know, too forceful, and yet I'm doing the same thing that the guys are doing. And I told her, you know, if I had an answer to that, um, you know, I probably wouldn't be working for a living. Uh, but I also feel like, yes, that absolutely happens, and it's something that, I think as you grow older, you you grow more comfortable with that and the perceptions that go along with it. And the biggest perception that you have to deal with is your own self-perception. I'm comfortable with it now. Hey, go ahead. You know, if you've got a problem with what I'm saying, I really don't care. <laughs> that's and and that's where we need to have thick skin. Um, and and I do think it's something that that we learn. So. Tell us a little bit about Innovation Women and, and some of the things that you've observed as I know you've mentored many a woman who have, have you know, t- you've talked to or you've positioned as a speaker, but just share us a little about y- your company and your experiences. Sure. So Innovation Women is relatively new. Uh, we're very strong in Boston, but we're growing across the country. And it's a visibility bureau. Um, you know, we're targeting speaking engagements as kind of the first stepping stone, but we're offering a way for event managers to connect with great women speakers so they can have gender-balanced panels. 
we so often see, especially at the tech conferences and the tech events, where it's all men at the front of the room and the women are in the audience. And you are never going to be famous sitting in the audience. Nobody's ever going to hear your story. So we want to make sure that women have the same opportunities to be heard, to be at the front of the room that the men have. So we've created a a way for women to buy a profile on this website and for event managers to get a free account on the site. And we we make sure that they actually are an event manager. And uh, they can come in and search for women to speak on their panels. Um, There are a couple of things that are, I think, disruptive for the speaking and events industry. Uh, Number one, traditional speakers bureaus really only deal with paid speakers. A lot of our speakers are speaking for visibility. They want to get themselves out there. They want to enhance their careers. They want to tell their company story. So this is the opportunity for them to do that. Well, and I think that fills in the experience gap right there. And I love your statement that you're never going to get visibility or well-known if you're sitting in the audience. That is absolutely true. <laughs> I, I think that is going to be my quote for 2016. <laughs> yeah, speakers get um, this expert status. You know, you're standing at the front of the room Everybody thinks you're an expert. You've been vetted. You've been specially chosen because you know something they don't know. So they listen to you. They listen to you more than if you were in a a one-on-one conversation. You know, and it's just through a different lens, it actually makes the speaker's desire to be known. And that's something I think women... And, and innovators, period, we get focused on the product, um, the innovation process. But that this is where you can share your vision and let your desires um, to, to be a consultant or um, to, to serve as a muse or an expert to be known. And also, where else can you find a better place than to to talk about your track record of innovation as well. And and whether it's from listing your innovations or being able to answer questions, it is it is just fraught with opportunity. So, I'm I'm loving this. Yeah, it's your it's your place to get your point of view across. Mhm. That's exactly right. So, we you and I met at Biff, but Renee was was just oh, how many great... for months? I know I love the business <laughs> innovation factory, but she she had said you've got to talk to Bobby. Um, you know, <laughs> Bobby's right where our mindset is too about the visibility of women, um, and also encouraging them that they're not the only one out there, and it's proven within the business community that the more women sit on boards and that the more women you have in the C-suite, that they're more profitable. And the same goes with innovation. So I am congratulate you for seeing the need to elevate women years ago. So tell me what your four innovation words are again. Oh, my four innovation words often tend to be the same word over and over and over again. So, you know, the visibility, 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 visibility. Uh, it's actually where <laughs> okay. I started 
innovation nights as well. I'm a longtime public relations and marketing person, and I've seen the opportunity that come from just being visible, just being there. And so, you know, I started innovation nights to provide that opportunity for startups and small businesses really driving visibility through social media. And I was very focused on that across the board for several years. And it was only more recently that I got frustrated with the situation specifically for women and really focused in on innovation women. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, it addresses the diversity um, in leadership and the culture for um, across industry segments to get women more involved, and that's what you're addressing, that's what Women Who Innovate address, is changing that culture where innovation is so linked to leadership. And as companies have seen during the downfall, I know you and I have spoken about this, innovation is the one thing that CEOs are latching on to to keep their companies relevant and and sustainable. So we 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 do not know what what's happening in 2016 <laughs> yet, but I have great hopes for it. So Bobby, what would you tell young innovators, um, women innovators particularly, um, to encourage them? And I know I frequently say, don't throw in the towel too early. I'm sorry. What was the last word? Don't. Oh, I always say, don't throw in the towel too early. Just pick it out. (laughs) Yeah, no. uh, And at the same time, I mean, I I think we learn so much from failures. You know, it's like if you're successful, quite frankly, maybe you got lucky. You know, but if you're failing, you often can really pinpoint why you failed. You know, you, you know the tipping point. So everything you fail at is just another learning opportunity. And the next thing that comes along you know, could be that thing that propels you into the stratosphere. So, you know, I love the don't throw throw in the towel too early. I think that works very well. Um, Mm -hmm. When I talk to people, I often tell them, you know, they can get started small. You know, for example, you don't need to be thinking about a speaking engagement and starting off with the keynotes. You know, start off speaking at schools if you're a young woman you know, you can probably find opportunities to speak on panels that are focused on, you know, what millennials think. You know, how did you get that first job out of school? You know, these are all things that you have in your experience that you can speak about, and you can get started early doing that, speaking at your local colleges, your local high schools even, just to get that comfort with speaking and start developing your own voice. So these are all opportunities that are out there for women who are part of our uh, database. Well, you know, and I believe that, you know, the women who just follow um, advice and get plugged into organizations such as Innovation Women and Innovation Nights, eventually they might find themselves being able to sit on a board as they go, you know, as they mature and they start to understand how business works in relation to innovation, I believe that that this is an opportunity then to mentor other women and bring people up behind you, bring women up behind you. So, okay, so we have to have you back, and I'd love to focus <laughs> on funding and and let's collaborate and see what we can do um, about about really understanding the art and science of getting funded. 
So yeah. I think it's I think it's as much as an art as it is a, a science. So Bobby, how do how do our listeners follow you? Well, on Twitter they can follow me uh, personally at Bobby C B O B B I E the letter C, or Innovation Women is Women Inno I N N O. That's perfect. And your website is innovationwomen.com? Yes, it is. Okay, perfect. Well, we've got to have you back. And here's to you for a very successful 2015. And I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens uh, in 2016 for you. Thanks, Bobby. Thanks again for having me. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 